if you think about your body condition score in relation to the live weight of the O, you know, a one unit change in body condition score is probably equal to about eight to 10 kilos of live weight. But even at this stage, you know, if you have four weeks left to build body condition score and you can get four or five kilos extra onto that you in a time approaching meeting, um, it'll all be beneficial to her. Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Lovicast, the Chagas Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you less insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. We're joined in this episode by Dr. Fiona McGovern to discuss the impact of your condition at maiden on your productivity. We discussed the impact the condition on has on litter size, its carryover effects on lambing assistance, birth weight and productivity next spring. We finish up the episode with Fiona discussing the importance of getting condition right this autumn to build your body reserves. We start off, however, with Fiona discussing the usefulness of body condition score as a management tool on farms. I think, to be honest, it's actually quite underrated. Um, it's relatively easy to monitor once you can gauge yourself between you know, thinner yews and heavier yews. Um, and I, it's crucially important, um, particularly as yews come into mating, and, you know, there's quite a demand on them at this time of year in relation to ovulation and becoming pregnant. Um, they can often be forgotten about a little bit after weaning. But some of our data from Math and Rye shows the importance of body condition score at this time of the year. And relatively speaking, as a management tool, it can be quite basic. Like we can literally go from a scenario of fit in fat as opposed to knowing the difference in half and quarter scores. If we do take it in that context, though, it has an important bearing on how we manage that flock coming into maintenance. It's going to have a big impact on productivity, Fiona, if not managed correctly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So as you said, even if you just learn 10, you know, she's OK or she's over fat, um, that in itself can tell a lot about your yo's and the condition of your flock. And I think realistically, probably from three to four weeks after mating, you should try to assess your body condition score at that stage um, maybe pulling out your thinner yo's and preferencing those and then assessing it again before going to the REM um, it just gives you an idea of you know if your yo's have put on condition or if they're in a fitter state and ready for mating. Look a lot of yo's will be going to the REM in the next three to four weeks window for doing antman condition scores tight. Let's just put that a little bit in context. In terms of condition scores we score you know, one to five. How much is that condition score worth in terms of body reserves? Yeah, so um, if you think about your body condition score in relation to the live weight of the O, so, you know, a one unit change in body condition score is probably equal to about eight to 10 kilos of live weight. But even at this stage, you know, if you have four weeks left to build body condition score and you can get four or five kilos extra onto that you in, in the time approaching meeting, um, it'll all be beneficial to her. Um, it's never too late though. That's what I would say. Like they're better off being on good grass on a rising plane nutrition and trying to build their body condition score even in the next few weeks because if you let out your M today, you know, your yo mightn't go and lamb for another week or 10 days and that's giving her some extra time as well. Yeah, look, you touch on something that's important. She might actually come and cycle towards the end of that um, first cycle, she might go and lamb. So you could even have another week or two on that there's still time to do something with them 10 ones. That half unit could make a difference. And just like we're touching on, we might put that a little bit in context. You've looked at this in a bit more detail in a recent bit of work. Talk to me a little bit about the impact of, of condition score made on litter size. Like we talk about productivity. That's really our good measure of it. How big of a difference is there? And is there a kind of threshold there that we need to cross with condition score? 
Yeah, so um, we just looked at some of the data from the INSAC flock in Athenry, and I suppose body condition score is something that we routinely measure throughout the year. Um, so we looked at the body condition scores of the yo's pre-mating, and we had about two to two and a half thousand records in our data set from data we've collected since um, the INSAC flock was established. And what we're seeing is that um, the pre-mating body condition score actually has quite a significant effect on the scanned litter size of the yo. So if you have yo's scanning, yo's with a pre-mating body condition score of about three, um, their average litter size was between 1.4 and 1.5. Whereas if she was scanning with a body condition score of four, um, her litter size was up on 1.7, 1.8. So there's quite a big increase in scanned litter size just based on the mating body condition score of the O. And that was happening, interestingly, I suppose, when we looked at it across the parities of the O's. So regardless of the age or the parity of the animal at mating, um, the effect was still there. Granted, your you know three or four parity O's are going to be more fertile than perhaps maybe like hoggets or, you know, two-year-old yos that are going to the ram for the first time, but the body condition score impact was there regardless of the age of the yo. So with that flock, like in Suffolk and Texas, you always work with across ages, it's having a positive impact on their size. Absolutely, yeah, and I think it can't be underestimated, to be honest. Okay, something we probably don't often think about. So that's the kind of direct impact on productivity when we get the scan results, tells us whether we did well or we didn't. What about the carryover effects? We often talk about the carryover effects of conditions score. You've looked at that in a bit more detail. Has it an impact on our productivity next year? Yeah, so, you know, a worry, I suppose, that farmers always have is, oh, if my yos are too fat, you know, they won't be able to lamb down or I'll have lambing difficulty or that kind of thing. And when we looked at body condition scores, say pre-mating, so you're talking about... um mid-September like we start mating the beginning of October we looked at her lambing difficulty at the following lambing so March the following year and there was actually no impact on the mating body condition score it didn't have any impact on her lambing difficulty so even the fatter yos say the previous September October hadn't any issue lambing down versus you know your thinner yos at that point which I think is good because that can be a concern for people, but you have to remember that you're building up your condition on your yo now, and that's technically five months before she lambs down. So she has quite a bit to get through between now and then. Um, and she's going to prioritise her lamb in the late pregnancy phase anyway. Okay, so it had no impact on assistance. What about the impact on the progeny? Did it affect lamb birth rates, lamb growth rates? Yeah, so when we went on to look at um, the litter birth weight of the O, so the average birth weight of the litter that the O was carrying, we saw that an increase in body condition score over and above three um, increased litter birth weight by about two and a half percent on average. So if you went from a yo, say, with a body condition score of three versus a yo with a body condition score of four at mating, we were seeing um, an increase in two of two and a half percent in her litter birth weight. So if she was carrying, you know, two five kilo lambs, for example, then they were going to go from weighing five kilos at birth to 5.1 or 5.13 kilos. It might seem small, but in the overall scheme of things, in relation to 
like later birth weights and lamb birth weights in general, particularly for your twins or triplets, um, you know, every hundred gram difference can mean quite a lot for survivability or for the vigor of the lamb. So then after we looked at the litter birth weight, we also went on to look at the weight of the litter at 40 days of age or about six weeks after lambing. Um, and what we saw was, again, similarly, when the body condition score of the OAP mating was increased over and above three, you actually had an increase in the average weight of her lambs at six weeks of age. So the lambs were about between 1.8 and two and a half kilos on average heavier than the litter or like the lambs born to yos with the body condition score below three at mating. So if we just park the figures for a second, we look at the trend, it is telling us something important that the condition, the reserves we have on yos at this time of year is having an effect on we know litter size, it's having an effect on birth weight, it's having an effect on their ability to milk early on in early lactation next spring. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, not only, I suppose, and, you know, previous studies across the world have shown that body condition score at mating can influence conception rate um, and ovulation rate, which we obviously saw in our scanned litter size, but then to follow that on that, you know, those yos that are in better condition at mating, and ideally, I suppose you want them three and a half or more, are going to give birth to heavier lambs and have lambs that are growing faster particularly in that first six weeks of life when you know you want to maximize the growth rate of your lamb because it's the cheapest and easiest time um you'll get a lamb to grow throughout their whole life it's probably within the first six to eight weeks so we just bring that right back to where we are at the moment i think you touched on this a number of times we know our target our condition scores three and a half that threshold of three seems to be important in terms of productivity if we talk about gain, putting gain on yos or weight on yos, it's easier and cheaper to do it at the moment than later on in pregnancy. And certainly it's easier from what you said to have it on or now than to be chasing for that condition score or putting in supplement next spring. Yeah. So if you have thinner yos, um, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to pull them out if you haven't done so already. You know, give them priority grass. We have had ideal grass growing conditions, even though the weather hasn't been great. And in the autumn, it will hold its quality. So make sure those yos get preference um, and give them the best chance they can over the next few weeks before they go to the ram. Fiona, was good getting you on for that update. Certainly an interesting study. Something I'm sure you're going to look in a bit more detail as well, but it was good getting that update from me today. No problem. Thanks very much, Kieran. And do come back to us to hear some more about it. We'll leave it there for this week's episode. A timely update from Fiona again, highlighting the impact the condition can have on productivity and the fact that we can still actually try to improve condition, particularly in those tinnery holes in the flock that tend to pull down our performance from now to mating. That's it for me. For any updates from the Sheep Programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page, at Chalker Sheep. I'm Keir Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.